0: Yo, 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 welcome to 616 Find Podcast. This is your host, Tylen Johnson, and we have a very special guest today. Um, so yeah, we're going to uh, let him introduce himself in a bit. So we're also going to talk about music promotions. So if you want a music promotion, um, 15 seconds or less, um, talk to us. And if you're a musician, we can showcase your music and we can give you a shout out. Whatever you need, uh, Instagram, email, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, etc. So, we're gonna jump right into this. So, um, Terry, you wanna introduce yourself? All right,
1: so I'm a sophomore that lives in Grand Rapids. My name is Terry, and I love making music, writing music, mixing music, all that. And I just like to live life. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So, me and Terry, I've been knowing Terry for about two years. Uh, when I first went to city, I think it was like the first or second week. I remember just seeing him on a, like a lunch table, just just chilling, and then he just talked to me. He's like, "You know about Jesus?" Like, yeah, of course. You know, like like because at that time I was I was discovering my faith, stuff like that. And um, you have definitely been a, um I definitely seen a lot of growth in you from like mm-hmm. ninth grade to like now. Um, just on how just in your faith, but just personally and like your mental health and your identity. So, you want to touch on that, like, how, did, how has your identity grown from, um, let's say, a year ago to now?
1: All right, wait. First off, on my levels, can you hear me right? You hear me okay? Yes, I can
0: hear you. I can hear you.
1: All right. Basically, last year, I was in a lost place. I was coming from a really bad summer, so before, a really bad summer, and it just left me kind of broken, you know? It was to the point where if I got mad at one little thing, it was like everything was going wrong. I couldn't talk to nobody. I basically couldn't get mad. And now I remember I met you and a whole bunch of other good people. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all help me. I wouldn't say I found like I am more religious now. I'm spiritual. But mm-hmm. you guys just having the, that support just made it way better. And yeah. just finding myself and knowing what I want in life and all that.
0: That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So you touched about, uh, you know, about like just making music. So, um, like talk about your your type of your genre of music. Like, does do you like fit in a type of genre? Is it like rap? Is it hip hop? Is it, you know, whatever? Wait, what type of genre do you focus in in your music? Uh,
1: I just make whatever you know. what I'm saying I'm feeling. I just go with the beat. But if I put category, it would definitely be hip hop and I'm definitely inspired by Travis Scott a lot. But Mm. I want to add a little more uh, substance to my, you know, songs so they actually, you know, mean more and people can connect with them better. So I try to, you know, add a little bit of relatability in my songs.
0: I really really like that. Um, How long have you been making, like, uh, music? Um, I've always
1: been, like with the music when i was in like 8th grade i started making beats which like helped me learn how to mix beats and all that mixing songs and all that but then i lost the passion for that but this whole time i was just writing little bars here and there and then uh sometime last year it just like snapped and i was like you know i'm going to start writing songs and of course at first they wasn't it wasn't really like how i liked them to be but yeah. now i'm getting to a point where i'm like i'm because we all have that dream style that we want to produce, that we, think yeah. we should produce, but there's styles that we do best and that we enjoy more. So, I, like, today I wrote a song that was a real song, like, probably my most personal song. And I think when I release it, it's going to make me feel very vulnerable, but I feel like it's going to pay off, though. People will definitely relate to it. That is. That's what's up. So, <clears throat> have you released any music yet? Um, No. My goal is Mm -hmm. to release my EP sometime during the summer, Um, Uh and I'm pretty sure that's going to happen very soon, probably within, like, the next month. Don't quote me on it, but
0: definitely. All right, we'll have to get you back on the show when you drop your um, EP. So I want to touch on your rap name. Your rap name is um, P.F. Xavi. I want to touch on that. Zabi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all good. uh, Zabi. So I want, I want you to um, talk about that. PF stands for paper first. And if anyone,
1: you know me, like, paper first. To me, that just means, like, get, uh like, not necessarily your money, but your career, whatever you like to do, try to turn that into a career as early as you can. And it's, like, that's something I was, like, not doing, like, last year. Like, 2020, even though it's been a tough year so far, for me personally, like, my goals-wise – Never had such clear goals. So, paper first, it just like to me, it's a model that says, you know, get what like, you need to do, get it done early. And then, Zavi, it's something a little more personal that I don't really want to speak on right now. I can definitely talk to you personally about it, like,
0: you know, offline and all that. That's what I'm seeing for your real rap, well, your musician career is a lot of creativity. You are taking mm-hmm. the wisdom from a lot of big people in the industry, like Travis Scott, and you're turning it into something that's more um, personal and intimate within yourself. That makes a creative, um, a creative, wonderful um, musical career. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, guys, those are some wise words from him. So now, um, hmm, we're going to get to a little controversial time. I'll ask you questions and, you know, just answer them. How you feel about them? Let's start with money. So can money buy you happiness? Um, I'd say no. I feel like money can
1: allow you to be happier easily. I'd say, like, you know, you're going to be a lot more happy, usually, if you have money and you're not worried about how am I getting my next meal or can I pay the rent or, you know, stuff like that. But I don't think yeah. if you just give somebody a million dollars, all their problems will fade away. And a lot of happiness mm-hmm. comes from, like, within. So if you've got all this money, but you're not content with yourself, it's not gonna be worth it. You're gonna buy superficial
0: things to compensate for all of that. Mm. Me personally, I, I believe money cannot buy you happiness. But I heard this before where he said, Some dude said, Would you rather be broken happy or rich and happy? And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, That's a good point. So, I believe, like like you said, money can buy you, like, it can have you take care of things that you need to, but money can buy you a house, but it can't buy you a home. Mm-hmm. Money can buy you, like, a bed, but it can't buy you sleep, yeah. you know? Like, like those things come from within and how you want to, like, use it, you know? I can spend on a dollar on, like, a, a teddy bear, and I can be like, this is the greatest thing in the world, but I can spend, like, 5,000 dollars on a you know on some calls and be like this is nothing." so it's just about the value you put in something i believe that Mm -hmm. creates happiness
1: yeah all right and then plus like when money just brings a lot of unnecessary like fakeness you know everyone says that you know it's lonely at the top and you know the the stories like you know once you got money now everybody on you and stuff like that yeah money can add to happiness but it can also take away from like you know the realness of life I like that. That that's some
0: that's some wise words. <clears throat> so me and um Terry, we are in the process of a business. It's called Humanity First. And um what are your um like do you think if you if like rapping and you know the musician career doesn't really uh it's not really like for you unless say the next five years, you will, like pursue down like just straight only business do you think you would do that um i don't really think so because in five
1: years i'll be 21 and i think that's way too early to like give up on it but oh, i know I, like that. I know me like i'll always have something on the side to fund the rap stuff and all that because i'm always be working towards it i'm always gonna be working towards it and if i don't make it it's because i gave up too early or you know god forbid something happened to me before i made it yeah so I feel like yeah I might take a while maybe step back you know get my money up so I can like market with the rap stuff but it's not like I'm ever
0: just going to drop it. Yeah. I, I like I like that. All right, another question about money. Do you think homeless people should be able to ask for money on the streets? Why or why not? Mm, I don't see
1: I think they should but this is I'm never I, it's crazy yeah i don't know like whenever i'm willing to give you know in a home give but when you're not willing to give and then they ask you what's the most awkward situation and it's like to the point you don't even look at them so i don't know i feel like they should i feel like you should be able to do that but you know as long as they're not being
0: like weird about it or extra or creepy you know so I watched this interview yesterday about the um homeless people in London. They're called London beggars. Mm-hmm. London beggars usually make around eighty to one hundred and fifty dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Now, I being me, 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 I did a lot of calculation. Let's say they make an average of $120 a day. Mm-hmm. But times that by five, you know, five like they work five weeks. Let's so just say they work, that be five weeks. Mm-hmm. That is six hundred a week. We're gonna times that by four, four weeks in a month that's 2400 uh, a that. month we're gonna times that by 12 months that's $28,000 a year for literally not doing anything but asking people for money you can live off of that yeah. so me in this case I feel like you should be able to but I feel like you shouldn't I feel like you shouldn't let this limit that limitation of you know like begging people for money stop you you know, I heard a lot of stories from like rags to riches. This is um the world's youngest billionaire. He lives in India. Came from a very very poor family in our version of poor in a first world country compared to other people's version of poor in a third world country is completely different. And he lived in a third world country and all he did to become a billionaire was acts was the like key. He bought a hotel like a, a cheap broke down hotel for a very very cheap price mm-hmm. and he turned into uh like a successful business and like crazy things like that but he never like he never like let that limitation of not having a lot of money or like not even having a college degree bring him down so i feel like it is possible if you want to attain money you can especially in a first world countries it's like if, if you if someone can do this in a third world country go from absolutely nothing to being not having to worry about another deal ever again. You know, I feel like we can definitely do that in a, a first world country. So, so like, you, next but Do you, like, I don't know, me personally that way,
1: I'm glad that he's not, you know, homeless or being poor anymore, but that way of, you know, getting to a billion dollars, like, at the end of the day, he has a billion dollars, but it's like, that's a very uh, unique way to do it, and I don't know if I really respect, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah get a billion dollars it's like i don't know how do you feel about that
0: no i said i said that wrong i said that wrong so what he did to get a billion dollars was he there was a hotel owner mm-hmm. and he's about to sell those hotel so the the, uh, the future billionaire bought the hotel for a very cheap Uh-oh. price he renovated the hotel changed it completely up like, like and then people started becoming and people started coming to the hotel so he had enough money to hire people and then he hired people and then they start, you know, doing their job well. So he's had like, he has over like, I believe, like 2,000 hotels wow. over the world, you know, just because of that one hotel. And now he did it oh. like that. And now he's, he has over like um, 500 employees. But like, he didn't, the point is, he didn't ask people for money. He worked hard yeah. and, you know, he worked really hard to believe what like his dreams, you know, and oh, stuff like that, like he, that, that sure. to, um, like- yeah, 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 you know, but like, you know, I've seen, uh, oh, just just a lot of like, like, I understand, you know, me being at, at a time, you know, I like, you know, I've been through, you know, and evictions and all that stuff like that, so I know how it is to be like not financially like un not financially stable, but I don't think that should be a limitation towards you, you know, like 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 just at least begging for more than like like at least like a year. I don't, I don't know. That that's a hard question. Yeah, yeah. Alright, um, this is kind of a a socialism question, you know, if there was no money, do you think people could be happy? If there's no, like, money not just meaning like a dollar bill, but any type of trading currency, and like, we just all in this one happy utopia, do you think that can be even possible, or people could be happy, if that? Mm -hmm. So like, there's no like, bartering or anything like that? There's no bargaining, there's no currency, there's no trading, everybody shares everything. Um, I'd say
1: that's a hard question. I feel like short answer no. There's always a sense of people always feel like they might be better than other people or they might not be at like someone else. So I feel like if you have certain things, you might feel like you're like better make someone else feel like they're not as much as you and i just feel like like let's say we got rid of money right now since we know what money was and all we never like really live without it there always be some type of that is true some type of money going on but no i don't think we could really be happy because it's not like everyone's the best person in the world there's always going to be some bad people out there so
0: you yeah. mm. what do you think um Man, I don't think people could be happy about money, especially right now in our society. If there was ever in the beginning of time, there was no like bartering or currency that people could trade. I feel like maybe, maybe Mm. I feel like it's just in human nature to trade and just like just put value on top of other things, you know? So like, I don't honestly think it's possible. So, um, all right, I'm going to ask you some more deep philosophical questions, you all know. Right. First one, um, do you believe in God and how do you know God exists? Uh, so if do. last year when I was in ninth grade,
1: I did not believe, God, believe in God at all. So it was like, and I was strong about that. I was like, you know, I don't believe in God because of this, 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 and this, but To me, I don't know. Like, I believe in God, but I'm like, you know, I question my faith. And, yeah. But I noticed that whenever I started praying, my life did get better. And I don't know if that's because of God or because I was just praying and I was actively, like, listening to my problems. So I subconsciously, like, fixed them. But either way, it still helped my life. So it's not like I'm going to stop. So I do believe there is a God. And recently, I've been, like, getting blessings, like, left and right during this time. So
0: I do believe there is a God. Okay. Me to answer that question, I make this very clear in my life and everything that I do that God exists. I've seen God work in my life. You know, there were times where I was hungry, but I still ate. There were times where, you know, like, I've... I didn't have, a, I didn't have a lot, but I had something, you know, I feel like there's too much things going on in my life to just be like, God can exist, And the one thing I used to do a lot is question the Bible, question, you know, slavery, you know, catching the slavery in the Bible, we'll talk about that a little bit more, you know, um, just things like that, and I really, I had to Break the status quo, of accepting everything for how it is, you know, like when I was born, oh yeah, God exists, and like, why does God exist, nobody really gave me a good reason, it's like, just mm-hmm. because he is, so I really went through a deep, self, so, like, not, like, like, almost a self-isolation within the world to find within my soul, the real true, cool, who is God, and I, I think I felt that. I believe I found that, you know. Uh, there's definitely th- things that still have to learn about God and stuff like that. But, like, if we're looking on a negative 10 to 10 scale, of like, like, a, like, a negative 10 is a, um agnostic, because I don't believe anyone can be really an atheist. And on uh, a, a 10, is, like full out 100%, there's absolutely no doubt in your heart, like, that God exists. I believe I'm like an eight or nine, just because I don't know, uh, like, my journey with God is not even we're not even it's not even close to being done yet. So how do I know God exists? The Bible proves that God exists. It's the most scientific, the most historical document that you can't argue with. Um each story doesn't um like a contradict the other one. So all the books in the Bible they refer back to another book in the Bible, even though they were written some books were written hundreds of hundred years before, not even in the same mm-hmm. language not even the same language there's 30 authors in three continents at the time it was written in three languages arabic greek and hebrew all sharing the same story these are these are collections of books poems uh writings teachings life lessons proverbs you know all these things like that all telling the same person also in the same story about the kingdom of god so you know and it's like like I don't know Bible. It, it 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 is supernatural, but that's more of an intuitive thing. So like, I really don't like talk about the supernatural part of the Bible because a lot of agnostic don't believe in supernatural. So one way I try to get people to understand the Bible is putting it in their shoes, but not changing the the subject of it. You know, you can you can um you can change you can change the um you know the uh, the way you can you can like you can change the the, mm-hmm. the language, you can change the um, you can change the language, you can change the uh, you know you can change the language, you can change all these things like that, but you can't change the yeah. meaning. And so the question I want to get into is the question of does religion or in this case Christianity endorse slavery? And I've seen an amazing. Um, does religion endorse like slavery? So, like, does religion, um, uh, you know, like, <clears throat> make slavery like 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 does it does it make it justifiable? I guess is the way I would say. It. So, like, Christianity, for example. So, for me, you know, like, 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 you know, how being a a black quote unquote Christian is a very hard thing. It's not an easy thing to do. Because lots, most black people are not Christians and they are either a spiritual or um, Islamic. Some, it's like a very small percentage of um, Christian, um, Christian. And me personally, I don't identify myself as a Christian. I, I don't believe that God intended to make religion like at all. I don't think that was his intent. I believe every religion. I don't care what people think a lot, I think every single religion is man made. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I believe that every single religion is man made. I believe, but I don't think the Bible has anything to do with re- like re- re- religion. I believe it's a political manifesto telling, uh, telling about the kingdom of God, you know. But that's, you know, that's what I've been like during this time of quarantine. That's what I've been really been on is questioning my faith. Like, do I really believe this? How do I know I believe this? And really doing that, you know, sometimes when you're born, you're born to a society where, like, you know, it's not really explanation for a lot of things. And as a kid that's from, like, like six, seven years old, you need to know the answer. You need to know why mm-hmm. the answer. You don't just accept things for how they are. Or if you just accept it later in life, you question it. So I believe if I was, like, told when I was younger like, or age why I should, like, that there's absolutely a God, I would have a better faith. You know i said saying? It's questioning. You know, like, you can go to church. You can go to, um, like, the Kingdom Hall. You can go to things like that all you want. But it's going to be a time for your faith. You're going to have to question your faith. And do you really believe this? And that's going to be the breaking point for you. Because otherwise, you're going to question a lot of things when you turn 40 years old. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. So... um. I would say, back going back to being a black, quote-unquote Christian, you know, Christianity is the main reason why slavery in America exists.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is. Whether we like it or not, it is. And, but this is the thing about the Bible, and they be like, the Bible was the white man's book, and all the things like that. I'd be like, come on, y'all, y'all, y'all can't be serious. No, no, like, um... Islamic person or person who doesn't disprove the Bible has been able to prove, disprove the inside of the inside, um, uh, text of the Bible to me. Like, there's over fifteen thousand sources of this book. I mean, of this book from outside sources that prove the inside, the inside teaching. You know, like what what one source can like fifteen thousand, you know, like and you know like. One big question is about the, the resurrection of Jesus. You know, like, um, if, if 500 people told you that something happened, would mm-hmm. you believe it?
1: I don't know. If I trust them, probably.
0: Think about this. So, R. P. Kobe. There was not 500 witnesses that seen Kobe Bryant die. However, the whole entire world believed that. Yeah. I'm like it, it. probably wasn't even over thirty people who seen that the the video of his crash. I mean, you can see him crash, but we accepted that we believe that, you know. But when there's five hundred witnesses from from non-believers, people who didn't believe in Jesus, right? They like the problem is most most eight agnostics don't disagree that Jesus exists. They disagree that Jesus is the Son of God, and I can understand that. But like when there's five hundred people telling you. The same thing, it's, it's very hard to disprove this. It's, it's very hard to disprove this. So, like, you know, one thing I've heard is that um, the Bible is translated, and the original meaning of the Bible isn't the same how it was a long time ago. And they talk about how the Bible justifies slavery and stuff like that. So you have to know, there's, there's this big, like, um, teaching on, like, how to read the Bible. But one of them is about context. What are they talking about context? Did you know that slavery in the Bible means yeah. in depth of? So it means you're in depth of uh, something. So it can be money. It could be actually slavery, but you can't just assume that that's what it meant. But that's the that's the word that how it meant. You know, so man. So I feel like the Bible is like medicine. If you use it right, it can heal you. But if you if you interpret it wrong, if you interpret it wrong it can be it can be dangerous to you just like alcohol cocaine um pills all these things like that like um lean you know if you use these things the wrong way they can become unhealthy for you yeah so yeah so um i'm asking you a question um is there only one true religion you have all these like i don't even know how many religions there is there but is it possible that one religion is true? Uh, I I feel like they all come together. Me personally,
1: I feel like we got all these different religions and all these different gods. But I feel like they're all like the same. Not I don't know how to say this, but like I think I don't think it's a coincidence that like we got so many different religions and that all believe in a god. So I feel like there's got to be a god. But I feel like they're all trying to. We're praying God. They're all, like, worshiping God in different ways, in different forms. But I feel like they're just doing it in a different way.
0: Mm. So, me, like, I I had that mindset for a while. Just, like, like every religion is a puzzle Mm -hmm. piece. But then, like I said, during this quarantine time, I've really unlocked some type of, like, new mind, a new perspective on this. You know, in the Bible, in the Hebrew Bible, it says, um in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Elohim means gods with a plural, like mm. gods. You know, and like a lot of scholars are like, oh, that's the Trinity. But no, it's not the Trinity because the Trinity never refers plurally. It's always one. So, and, like, uh, it says Elohim. So, there's little Gs. I believe, you No, know, I was talking to a good friend mm-hmm. of mine named Clayvon. You know him, of course. And we were, talking about, we were talking about this yesterday. And I believe there's God, the big, you know, supreme God. Yeah. The God of the Bible. I believe there's deities. I believe there's spirit. I believe there's entities in this world that we're living in right now that controls how we, controls what we you know, the society controls what we wear, controls what, all those things like that. I don't, like, you know, when you talk about the Illuminati, I, I don't think that humans just, I don't think humans are that even capable of being that smart to just run that. No, it's it's some entity and deity. So, I, you know, in the Bible, it talks about fallen angels. And I believe these fallen angels became the gods of other religions. I want you to watch this thing when you get the chance called the Bible Project. It talks exactly what I'm talking about. It's like this little animation of stories and it, it's very mm-hmm. nice it's very nice and they they, they talk about how um <clears throat> they said the same thing i said about like how these like fallen angels went to rule parts of mankind you know like that and like, i believe when the devil rebelled against god and fallen angels followed him i believe they became the <clears throat> the gods of other religions i don't think that i don't think that you know I, be- I still believe it, like 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 that religion is man made in the point of like you know like they're not worshiping like like, like I believe you know if God is that why would he intend on making a religion And if he didn't make a religion it would be one religion so how do you know that religion is correct you know in Christianity you have so many denominations how do you know your denomination is the correct denomination like how do you know baptists how do you know um uh reformed is pentecostic lutheran all these things like that how do you know it is like this is the correct one you know so i came down to like this my like my my inferences and my intuitively that i believe christianity is the closest thing to the truth but it doesn't matter how close to the truth you are if you're not fully the truth you're not the truth like it doesn't like in a game you could lose by one point you almost won but did you win no no it, like like you paying your bills you almost paid your bills but did you pay your bills no i think i think religion we can almost we can almost replace the word religion with almost so yeah that's that's how i feel about that i feel like the the fallen angels the, the entities the spirits the beings came down and they um they came to gods of their religion let's talk about greek mythology for a while for a minute um at city i go to city high school and then and, and you know in the beginning of the year, we talked about Greek mythology. I remember this one time, this college professor, he came in and he talked. He had like a master's in Greek mythology. I was like, "How does anyone have a mm. master's in Greek mythology? Like, what? Like, like, that's crazy." So he studies it. Like, that. so he's he's um, he knows what he's talking about. And what he did, what he's talking about is about how the beginning of Greek, beginning of Greek mythology, they worship beasts and they thought these beasts like this, but then they refrained, and they're like, no, 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 no. This, they don't look like those. So they made the gods in their image mm. crazy. So they made the gods in their image, about like Zeus, Athena, all of them. They made them in their image. But then, Greeks believe that when you die, you just go in this big old basement. I think it's called, not purgatory, it's another word for it, but it's something like purgatory. It's just like this big old basement. So you have the heavens, you have Hades, and you have this middle place. That's where everybody goes when they die. Unless you're really, really bad, you're really, really bad, you go to this certain special part of the middle place and you get tortured forever and whatever. But the rest of the average people will go to the middle place. So the story of Persephone and Demeanor is all about getting rid of that middle place. So, you know, Persephone, one day she's chilling. Hades grabs her, he marries her, he rapes her, and then Demeanors like I need my child back, and then Zeus is like, okay. But Hades is like I can keep her for six months, but you can keep her for um whatever seven months. And it also that story is also about resurrection too. It's all about resurrection, and um the Greeks have um what is it called those little ugly um uh, fruit pomegranates? There we go, pomegranates. So Greeks pomegranates represent resurrection in Greek mythology, and. So the story of Persephone and demeanor is all about resurrection because they believed that they had to, like, die. And, like, they had to be... It's almost like salvation. It's almost like salvation, and it's so crazy. So what Greeks would do is they started doing Greek rituals. So, they like, you know, you have to be... You have to train for this thing for a year because it was so out of experience that some people would die even in this thing because it was so... It was so crazy. So they would go to these little temples. They would be locked away for a couple of days, like five or six days, not coming back, not coming back at all. Like, like And they had to be physically trained mentally, but also like you're physically because it was so life-changing. And they couldn't tell what happened. You know, it's over a thousand rituals, like in the history of being recorded. It was like over a thousand rituals. And these rituals were um they would go up in there and like i said we don't know what happened all we know is some of the writings that people wrote about them that snuck on and one of the writings was like basically i can't tell you what happened because first of all i'm gonna get killed if i can but even if i did tell you what happened even if i could by law i couldn't tell you by my intuition because it was so out of, out of experience and those little rituals were based on resurrection they wanted to be resurrected and they said, he said, this dude said that in the, um, in the, uh, um, artifact that he seen something like, like it, but it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't like he couldn't explain what he seen. It was so out of, it was so out of body that he didn't know what he seen. And he didn't know what he felt. But he said something happened. We seen something and we felt something and it was out of experience. So people do this every single year. And when I, when I first heard that story, I thought it was a devil like you know, the devil's the only entity. But I was like, no, he's not the only entity. There's many other spirits and beings that could have been portrayed in these rituals that people do, you know. So it, it's just deception. When people believe, I believe, like, the Greek mythology, you know, they really thought this because there's proven signs of it. But there's deception. There's this supernatural realm. And this is all spirit realm. They're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And it's fighting against beings. And this is all spiritual world. Um. So yeah, that was a long answer to that question. But I always wondered about that. I always wondered about: is there only one true religion? So um, last question: what? This is a very, this is a very controversial, but also philosophical question. What is uh, the meaning of life? Meaning of
1: life? I say just being happy. I say doing what you can to be happy and help mm-hmm. others. But I don't know though because. Life is it's so many different things about life that is just confusing, and we go through all this. I feel like we grow a lot, and then we're we born, and then we just live, and then we die. So I don't know. I say to me in this life, whatever you make it out to be, to be honest, because at the end of the day, it's your life. So you can do what you want with it, and make sure you use your time wisely. think.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I believe, like, objectively speaking, life is about growth and perception. You know, growth, everyone has, everyone is, well, to become who you want to become, you're not born into who you want to become. You have to grow into who you want to become, manifestation. That's another spiritual word. Mm-hmm. word. But just growing into who you want to become, and perception. We're born into houses that believe other things that not everyone believes. We're born into society. You know, society can't be wrong. You know, we're born to the law. We're born to these things like this. It's about how you see things. Life is about how you see it. Life is exactly what you think it is. If you think life bad and it sucks and it's horrible, life will suck and sure. it will be horrible. You know, the law of attraction, what you think in your mind comes out to be true most of the time. You know, but if you think life is great and life is filled with opportunities, you will start to see that more. And since you start to see that more, it will happen more. So... Yeah, I think life is just about growth and perception. I don't think it, I, I personally don't think it's about happiness. I think happiness comes with, with it. You know, I feel like if you're growing and you're learning and you're learning new things and you're becoming, you're getting rid of your opinion, but you're also listening to other people's thoughts and views and you're becoming more open minded, happiness will start coming in. So, man, Terry, it has been amazing talking to you. If you want to uh, shout out your Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever you need to? Yeah,
1: tfzavi.terry. But if you don't want to follow me, that's cool. But yeah, it's been great. So,
0: thank you for having me, bro. Man, thank you. No problem. You are welcome. Anytime. So um, that wraps it up for six one six podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. You guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Stay at your house if you don't need to leave. Um. So, yeah, also remember, music promotions, email me at 616 podcast at gmail.com or um, hit me up on uh, Instagram at tylen Johnson or uh, hit up uh, I mean, go to Mentation. Uh He's not here right now, but, uh, yeah, he's, you know, chilling and vibing. I respect that. So, um, yeah, so once again, thank you guys so much. If you are interested in being a special guest, once again, hit me up. Terry's Instagram will be in a bio, and once he gets his music, um, his EP down, he'll be right back on, and we'll have amazing conversations about his music. Thank you so much, and have a